Last week, we discussed why we read from the Torah every Shabbat. Why do we do the uh, original Bible reading program that the Jewish people innovated 2400 years ago? We read through the first five books of the Bible, the foundation of the scriptures, on an annual basis. We also read from the New Covenant scriptures. Why do we do that? We talked about how the Hebrew word for the readings, when you go up to read like that, is called, oh sorry, that's the Greek word, is anagnosis. Just to kind of catch us up to speed. Um, Paul said to Timothy, in 1 Timothy chapter 4, I think it was verse 13, Until I come, give attention to the anagnosis. And that's usually translated as the public reading of Scripture. We learned about how in the book of Acts, when, um, when Paul stood up to read after the reading of the Law and the Prophets, that was the anagnosis. So we learned about how the early believers continued with that tradition from the synagogue worship service, going up and reading from the Law and the Prophets, and how Paul told Timothy, give attention to this, this is something important. Therefore, if we're aspiring to do things like the early church, doing, doing the readings is a good thing. This week I wanted to talk about a slightly smaller topic that kind of ties in. Why do we, uh, why do, we do the traditional blessings before and after the reading? And I wanted to have a quick look at those. Actually, if we could flip forward one slide, I think it, uh, it has it. This is the blessing that we've been singing before the reading. In English, it's, Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from all the peoples and has given us his Torah. Blessed are you, Lord, giver of the Torah. Amen. And of course, every week I ask, what does Torah mean? And every week you say it means teaching and instruction, don't you? And of course, it's, it's a reference to the entire written word of God, not only to the first five books. So that, that's the question for this week. Why, why do we sing the blessings? And uh, there are a couple different answers, but I, I want to let you answer first. Why do we do that? So the word, when we read the word, is even better than food, you said. We bless God before we eat physical food, so even better spiritual food. Maybe deserves a blessing. I like that. I like that. Um, another big reason is we, uh, you know, we've been talking about how the early believers often did things like they did in the synagogue 2,000 years ago. That was the original matrix from which Yeshua and the early disciples emerged. And to a large degree, they didn't emerge from it, leave it behind. They, they stayed with it. They integrated it. And that was something that they did. In other words, when the master would stand up and he'd go to the front and he'd read from the Torah in the synagogue in Nazareth, this is the blessing that he would sing before reading. For me, that's enough reason right there to do it. Just because he did. That's cool. And... Uh, also, it's still done today, and because we're a messianic congregation, you could even say a messianic synagogue, something we do too. We all get to learn some Hebrew in the process also. There's a, there's a reason in the Jewish tradition also for saying the blessing. Uh, in Hazinu, the Song of Moses, in Deuteronomy chapter 33, in verse 2 he says, When I proclaim the name of the Lord, the name of Yahweh, ascribe greatness to our God. I love that. That's how he opened his song. It's just so, it's so powerful. It's a call to worship. And the Hebrew word there for proclaim is also read, in the sense of reading the Torah. So he's saying, when I read the name of God, then ascribe greatness to him. So this is one very small way to acknowledge we are about to delve into the holy word of God. We're just kind of snapping to attention. We're preparing to give it our mental focus. And we're going to give God the greatness that he deserves. Because he is great. And his word is great. And I think that's some good rationale for doing it. And that's the original Jewish rationale for it. Here's a big question. A lot of us probably aren't Jewish. We're from the nations and everything like that. So, you know, I mean, how do we feel about doing some blessings that have traditionally been associated with the Jewish tradition? 
Is there a place for us to do those? I mean, look at this. The Jewish people say, Blessed are you, God, for choosing us from all the peoples, for giving us His Torah. Can, 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 can we, who are from the nations, come alongside the Jewish people and really play, pray that blessing with, with integrity and with the whole heart? Yeah. I think we can. Yes, we can. Has God chosen you? If you are in the Messiah, then He has chosen you, according to Ephesians chapter 1. So we can pray from whatever background. Bless, bless you for choosing us. Bless you for giving us your word. And let's look at the blessing that we sing after the reading of the Torah also. One more down. It's, uh, who has, it's, it's slightly different. It says, Who has given us the Torah of truth and has planted eternal life within us. Now this is interesting because I think this blessing means even more to us who have encountered the Messiah Yeshua, have, have been filled with the eternal power of God to transform our hearts, and who have received eternal life. This is interesting. If you read the commentary in the traditional Jewish prayer book for this, when they say, well, the eternal life part is referring to the oral Torah. It's talking about the things that were supposedly given to Moses and were handed down and were never written down. And uh, if you've studied the oral Torah, not all of it is entirely true. Yeshua definitely took issue with some things in it. So this would be an instance where we actually have a greater understanding of what it means to have eternal life implanted within us. That is something to celebrate. It's like uh, the, the, the Word of God, the Torah, is an expression of His eternal nature. It's an outpouring of His heart. It's, it's His eternal life on paper, you could say. And it only really comes alive in our lives. It really clicks when we connect with the Holy Spirit, when we feel that flow of His eternal life deep in our souls. And that's why we can sing these blessings and celebrate and why they really apply to us. His Word is true. And if you want to flip forward one, the other direction forward, back. Yeah, that one. Sorry, I read Hebrew from right to left, so it's all backwards. So I have this one. But this is, this is the traditional blessing that is uh, said by Jewish people before engaging in Torah study, Bible study. And it's a really beautiful blessing. We're going we're gonna to read it today in our liturgy, just because we have a little extra time, and I wanted you to get to enjoy that. So that's a sneak preview. Shalom, I'm Izzy Avraham, and thank you for joining me for this talk. I delivered these messages live during the years I was leading a congregation. They're now hosted by my Hebrew school, Holy Language Institute, at holylanguage.com. If you're interested in the talks I've done since then, or if you'd just like to say thank you for these teachings, become a member at holylanguage.com.